to another edition of your favorite podcast. This is the DYM Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sean Donnelly, joined here by my co-host, my pal, my friend, Andrew Fiore, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Dutchie? I'm doing good, my friend. How are you there, Cool Breeze? <laughs> I put up Cool Breeze on my uh, my name here on the screen, and you can't say, there it is. <laughs> I go, I'm going to give the gang a little fun treat. It's the CB. <laughs> there you go. The CB. <laughs> now it's down to CB. Yeah, D, yeah, yeah. And the, D and the CB. DCB. <laughs> Buddy, I've been better. I uh, was doing a little cooking last night, um, just making some spaghetti for the, for the Breeze here for yeah. my lonesome. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, boiling uh, pasta water and right. I I shift it with my right hand. I'm wearing the oven mitt and I go to drain it in the colander in the sink and I dump that out. And with my right hand, I start shaking. I I transfer the boiling hot pan to my oven mitted left hand. Oh, no. Yeah. Like a dope. And I did that thing where I felt the heat come up my hand and I didn't let go. I went, ah, what am I doing here? And I had to put it down, and it, like, singed into my finger. Oh, you my can't, God. You can't really tell right now. But, buddy, I was talk, I was calling Dr. Mike from college. I'm going, do I got to go to the hospital? He goes, you got a third degree in burn there, pal. So uh, I'm coming in real hot, no pun intended today. <laughs> Wait, did you go to the hospital? I didn't. He goes, here's what you do. You just, uh, he goes, don't ice it. I got a baggie full of ice. Because it feels like it goes, dude, you're going to get nerve damage like that. that. That's the last thing you should do. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Don't ice burns, apparently. I would have iced it. That's what most people would do with a uh, burn. Immediately, it was my first thought. I go, I'm sticking my hand right in the goddamn freezer here. And uh, he goes, get the hell out of the cold. You want to just run cold water over it. Just take some Motrin. You want Neosporin. He goes, wash it. Keep it clean. Let the air dry it out because there's nothing. You don't want to risk nerve damage, which I had no idea. I thought cold was the uh, was this the answer here. Right, right, right. So hopefully I don't have nerve damage on my finger. I'm pretty sure my finger has a permanent indent where I, I burned the bone. See what happens when you try to be an adult and make yourself dinner? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to do the responsible thing. <laughs> Stay home. Don't go out in COVID. Yeah. You know? yeah. See what happens when you like, see if you just would have ignored COVID, your finger would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. If I was in public, I would have been healthier. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like I almost rather have COVID than getting a third degree <laughs> yeah. burn on my hand. <laughs> Isn't that the funny thing this year? People go, yeah, anytime. If I said to you last year, I go, hey, man, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. I'm not going home for Christmas. People, You'd be like, you're a piece of shit. You don't love your family. <laughs> now it's like, I'm not going home. I'm but, skipping Thanksgiving and Christmas. People are like, that guy loves his family. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a hero. You're an absolute yeah, you're an American hero, yeah. hero now. Listen, I'm, I'm going to stay. Yeah, the more the more of a hermit you are, the more of a hero you are now. All these, all these, or agoraphobia has become just a virtue at this point. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're agoraphobic. You're afraid of people. You're like, man, <laughs> this guy can do no wrong. The, the, um, uh, 
That's crazy, though. So do you have a bandage on your finger, or do you have... Mm, I don't have it right now. I'm letting the air just kind of do its thing. Uh, I'm following Dr. Mike, his orders, my buddy from college. Dr. Mike uh, sounds like a TV doctor to me. Dr. Michael Gluhannik. It, like, it sounds like him and Dr. Phil were in the running yeah. for a show. And him, and Dr. Oz. <laughs> him and Dr. Oz. Him and Dr. Oz. That'd be funny if, if Andy, you were like, you got on the show, you're like, listen, I burnt my finger really badly, so I just watched a couple episodes of Dr. Oz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not, it's, my medical treatment. It goes on my hand, too. I've got these two small little burns here from where the handle came up. You know, you hold the handle, and right on that undercarriage of my finger and in that cushy spot between your thumb and your pointer finger, yeah. I got a pair, too. I don't know what it was. I just I didn't let go of it. I didn't drop it. I put it down, which bought me like another two seconds of burn. Oh my god! Idiot. Stupid. Yeah, dude. So what happened with the pasta? Did you eat the pasta? Oh, I ate the boy. Yeah, what kind of a fatso would I be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, listen, listen. I almost died, but we can't let this food go to waste. I was like a yeah. I was like a hockey player. I went in, I got stitched up during intermission. I came back out, and <laughs> skated for the third period. <laughs> well, no, I, I I ate an unhealthy amount of pasta. Well, Dimwit Nation is is glad you're okay, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Dimwitz. I appreciate it. Any love and support you want to send the Cool Breezes way, please. Yeah, uh, I got it. You know, it's it's a big food week, man. It's Thanksgiving week, and we, you guys are hearing this. I hope everybody had a nice uh, holiday yesterday. If whatever you were choosing to do, hopefully people weren't uh, uh, alone too much, and you did get to spend some time safely with your families. We're recording this before thanksgiving so i hope yeah. it was okay for everybody also but, that's uh, if you ever need all your appendages for something it's eating on thanksgiving like you oh, need to be yeah. at tip-top shape you want to be right at, at your peak so you can get in there and eat as much as possible absolutely there's there's pre-meal there's the meal there's the post-meal it's a big eating holiday obviously and but you're also you Italian, need... so that just makes it that it becomes a sport oh. at that point where Dude. you hear all these these legendary stories of like the Italian Thanksgivings. Well, like the Italian Christmas seems to be a huge Christmas deal. is a little crazier because they got some weird rules with the fish on yes, the right. Eve, and then you got all these courses. <laughs> right. Thanksgiving's pretty standard, but we still do that fucking guinea thing of like we eat antipasto at nine thirty in the morning, and then we eat. <laughs> our regular meal at 1 p.m. for some reason. Yeah, you're done by like two. You're just out. You guys, did you guys do the, you for whatever reason, shift hours of, for the meals? We do. We, we shifted a little bit, but not to the point where I'm like waking up and having pasta for breakfast. Like we'll yeah. do like, um, well, I'm waking up and having prosciutto. prosciutto and yeah, right. Right. Which I guess, <laughs> which I guess is like not, if you really think about it, meat and cheeses for the, for breakfast, you know, people have breakfast foods that have meat and cheese in it, but like... Yeah, if you eat like a normal person. Yes, right. Yeah, if, if, if this <laughs> right. wasn't the first step of 15 steps of eating for the exactly. day. Exactly. But I really do have to be careful with it, too, because I've gotten to the Thanksgiving dinner and been like, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I right. Too much anti-pasta. Yeah, I think it's the idea. I think it's like this thing where you're supposed to disregard whatever your brain. It's almost like, hey, the oh. custom is you eat a lot, so you eat a lot, especially with In, Italians, yeah. where it's like you eat a lot. So we would eat, we would eat on like Thanksgiving when I was growing up at like three o'clock. It'd be like three yeah, o'clock or four. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, my mom always used to be like, she goes, well, that's because I don't have to spend all day cooking and cleaning after afterwards i get to enjoy the night and we went i don't know about that move but uh you go leave it just leave it my mom can't leave dishes she can't leave it overnight we'll go yeah we'll help you tomorrow let's just enjoy she can't cannot leave it ocd thing i think 
Yeah, my mom's kind of the same way where it has, has to, to be get done. done right away. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's actually, I kind of, I agree with that logic a little bit when it comes to dishes because you don't no, want to eat me. the meal because one thing you realize when you start cooking because, you know, I we both started cooking during this freaking quarantine. Yeah, for uh, sure. And one, one thing you do realize is like, oh, the cleanup is why people don't cook. Like that's the <laughs> yeah. main, the cleanup sucks. So Brutal. if I didn't want to, uh, you already don't want to clean up right after the meal. But if I had to wait till the next day, I'm like, oh god. Yeah. Sorry about that, gang. A little bit of tech issues right there. We're back in business. You all right over there, Shawnee? I'm a little yeah, worried. About I'm just you. mad because I bought a mic that I thought was good and it's not. And I'm and I, I I hate. I don't know about you. Do you do you hate returning stuff to Amazon? It's like a pain in the ass. I hate returning anything. I've bought so many things where I just go, well, I guess I just wasted that money and I'm just yeah. gonna throw it out. I don't return. I am not a good returner. Yeah. The one thing that I'm like a guy's guy with, like I hate the the phrase guys guy. I think it's so corny. Oh, but the I one that. thing that I'm 100 percent a guy on is returning things i don't shopping and returning things <laughs> i don't pay attention to sales ever in my life i never have been like oh nope. and they're like the gap is having 40 percent off like i've never <laughs> had that happen and on top of that i never when it comes to amazon like the biggest example was we we had them on the show is called to mike they had called in kelly remember we had uh we did their show yeah. and uh I bought an electric smoker. <laughs> Bobby right. Kelly told the story. Bobby Kelly told the story about I bought an electric smoker to have in my apartment like an idiot. And then I I Googled, can I use this model of electric smoker in my apartment? And they were like, no, do not do that. I've told the story before probably. <laughs> and I, and I, honestly, I gave it to Bobby. But one of the one of the reasons was like, I'm like, I don't want to return it. Like, I don't, <clears throat> part of me was like, I don't want to make the UPS guy pick it up. For, for a mistake that I made, you know, like I understand that completely. Go, you don't want to look like a, an idiot to the UPS guy. Meanwhile, these guys could not care less. This is their, but I'm the same way. I take things personally. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah. So now I'm bummed that I have to like figure out. Like I, in my head, also, it's not even that big of a deal. You just put it back in the box and send it back. But like, it's I, a pain in the ass. I'm with you. I it's hate a it. Pain in the ass. I have. I think I have all the stuff, but I'm like, I throw away stuff way too fast. So who even knows if I have it? Like it's like that kind of. Thing. I'm the same exact way. Uh, yeah. So much brutal. Maybe you'll get some Black Friday deals this week for Thanksgiving. Big yeah. shopping week. Figure it out. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and there'll be food involved. And um, what's your favorite part? What's your favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving? I should ask you that. I do love the aforementioned antipasto. I can just sit there and eat that for a whole meal. Um. I'm not even a huge turkey guy. I know it's obviously tradition, yeah. but I, my mom know, makes doesn't even make a full bird anymore. This one's going to be a little tree. I'm not looking really looking forward to it because it's the first one without our dad. It's so a it's full a bird. Dad. It's, it's a, a full bird. bird. Stuff with Gorgonzola. Stuff with Gorgonzola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucked it up. I said yeah, something for <laughs> 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 Just What's a salad. Your- <laughs> Just a salad. <laughs> I was going to make a reference when you were you, you bought that hot microphone before. You were like Terry Steinfeld's dad. He go, he loves a deal. He, especially yeah. when it's hot. He loves that the best. <laughs> With the, this isn't a wizard. It's a Willard. Yeah, but the same episode from the one I just mentioned is I said hi to Franco and he's like, Franco, he goes, you're butcher down the block. And he goes, I bet you acted all aloof like you didn't know who I was. And she goes, a little bit. Kinda. And he goes, so Franco. So Franco. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? I wish I could take credit for it. It's a line my butcher told me while we were chewing the fat. Chewing the fat. So just, just your joke every 10 seconds. <laughs> 
We were talking. I was talking the aforementioned Dr. Mike. I'm going to say aforementioned once again. I was texting Dr. Mike last night. I'm sitting there nursing my injured burnt finger, and I'm watching the Rodney Dangerfield when he plays Mr. Burns' son episode. Oh, it's great. Burns, baby. There is a joke every five seconds. It, I was falling off my couch after I hadn't seen it in like 10 years for whatever reason. Yeah. It just the combination of the Simpsons writing and the combination of Dangerfield, it was just so funny. I mean, every eight seconds, there's another hilarious joke. I'm not going to go through the whole episode, but it's just like, you know, it's like you're hiding out down here, Marge. You read too many hideout books. It's just so, <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Well, they had that. There's a the great Millhouse line, isn't there? Not Millhouse. They talk about Millhouse, but he goes, <laughs> Yeah. Does your son ever bring over friends that are embarrassing or whatever? And he goes, He goes, Yeah. Oh. Have you ever heard of this little wiener Millhouse? What does he say? <laughs> yeah. He just goes, Oh, do I? Have you ever heard of this kid Millhouse? He's a little wiener and then kind of gets cut off. <laughs> Have you ever heard of this kid, Milhouse? Milhouse and Homer have some great moments, too. I love when uh, Milhouse <laughs> and Homer are just standing in the kitchen, and it's the uh, when Homer gets a gun, and Marge takes the kid. She goes, I don't feel safe in this house. I'm taking this family and leaving. And it's just Homer and Milhouse sitting in the kitchen. And Homer goes, do you know how to cook? And Milhouse goes, <laughs> do I? And he starts going <laughs> to the pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> But so uh, yeah, so we're I, I love I love obviously I'm a big stuffing guy to get back to the the favorites. Uh, my mom makes two types of stuffings. She makes one that's got like crunchy rich Ritz crackers in it. Ooh, love that one. And then she makes like a more traditional stove toppy one. So uh, not a lot of greens see my plate on Thanksgiving. It's now mostly me mashed this. potatoes, stuffing and turkey. <laughs> I'm yeah, same way, of course. And this yeah. is an old Irish mashed potatoes recipe. This is from like my great grandma's recipe. I'm not really. Kidding. Yeah, it's like come down through the years, like and it's good. Skins in it and stuff like that. No like, skin. It's not the skins. It's about four sticks of butter and yeah. just, you know yeah. milk and heavy cream. It's delicious. I, I went to visit my mom the other day, and uh, she we had my favorite meal, which is roast beef with potatoes around the meat, oh. and it's my great grandmother's recipe but it, she uses two sticks of butter for the potatoes like it's like and yeah. i'm like like you think you could use like less butter and she goes that's what it is like <laughs> mom has that thing where she's like that's what the recipe is I'm that's like, what it calls for mom it's a lot of butter and i go and i and i'm like i don't usually eat that much butter not that i'm a health nut or anything i'm just like <laughs> can you use a one and a half sticks just to mix it up and she's like that's why the potatoes are so good i'm like yeah, you know what you're right that's why they're good butter makes everything better it's, it's just so, so makes good. everything better let That's me ask you this did. real quick. On the movie sure. front, when it comes to Thanksgiving, I want to ask it, not best movie about Thanksgiving, best movie to watch on Thanksgiving. Like I feel like I feel like that happens after a while. I feel like football happens during the day and then you you're and then sometimes yes. you're just like done at night, you just burnt, you're just you're completely uh, tired from the chicken and all the food, and everybody's gone, and you're just watching, you're flipping through. It's a it's a big flip through, flip test night. Like it's yeah, a big yeah. Yeah. Going through a cable on a, on, a, on, a, on Thanksgiving night. And I feel like, what do you think takes over? Is it like big budget movies or is it more like throwback ones? Like, I feel like Ferris Bueller's would be like a big thing for that. I'll or like, tell you what's on in my house nonstop after football. It's Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 on repeat. Yeah, that's we're in the same boat. Yeah, we, yep. we have, that would happen uh, definitely. I would definitely watch that with my dad. My dad was still around. Uh -huh. We would, yeah. Godfather one, two. There's nothing yeah. to do with no Thanksgiving movies really. Uh, it's just the Godfathers. They're usually on AMC for whatever reason. Just they just loop them back to back. They don't even yeah. acknowledge part three, which I'm fine with. And nobody uh, ever does. 
Yeah, nobody ever does. Society has just tried tried to forget that Godfather Three. <laughs> you know what's funny is because I always we talked about nominated this. for Best Picture. Yeah, but that's a politics thing. Um, but it, we brought this up once, and I do believe this. I believe that Creed Two, the movie, has yeah. made Rocky Four a better picture oh, by. Totally. By being in the same universe and making it more like it's upping, it's upping the it's upping the the reputation of Rocky Four by being a better version of it in a, in a way. You know what I'm saying? Sure. In, in, in my brain, what could Francis Ford Coppola do Ooh. to save to save the world of Rocky of 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 Godfather Three? Like he could do, he could make a Godfather adjacent movie that makes Godfather three a better move, a better movie. So you would take the universe of Godfather three and right. make a better made movie of it. Yeah, I mean, a prequel that e- ends up like a, 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 a um, maybe I'm a, a based prequel that like feeds into what Godfather three is or something like that, you know? I was thinking something along the Tom Hagen route because I don't even remember what happens to Tom in part three. Do they address? I don't even remember because they tried the kids thing, which just didn't work. And that's really the only way you would be able to extend the Corleone family would be through uh, the children because Sonny's dead. Michael's dead. Uh, Connie's a whore. Who the hell knows? Fredo's dead. Um, Tom Hagen, maybe something around. I would like to see the uh, maybe the prequel with how they acquired, you know, Mr. Uh, Vito found Tom Hagen in the streets. He was like a sick kid. Right. If you read the books. Yeah. And he, he was like an orphan and he brought him in. That might be a cool prequel that, kind of thing. I was just thinking this. I was going to say that same exact thing. Yeah. A Tom Hagen Logan. A Tom Hagen. Ooh, <laughs> Tom Hagen Logan. There's the title <laughs> for the episode right there. Mushy. <laughs> Tom, Tom Hagen, Hagen Logan. Logan, a Tom Hagen like a badass yeah. Tom Hagen movie that shows where he was from like as a kid, and then uh, oh well, here we go. Oh, Robert gotcha. Duvall wanted more. I uh, was willing to pay for. Oh, I think I did hear that. Robert Duvall wanted more money, so Hagen's character was written out of the script, and Michael had to appoint a replacement. Uh, what was to- Coppola willing to pay? It's who cares what? It's the studio. It's uh, come on, double F. It was probably he probably had money invested in it, whatever it was, because he he probably no at that point he owns everything about that, so he probably just don't want to pay the money, which is oh, insane. Yeah. It's like, you got to bring Tom Hagen in for the last I movie. No, that's yeah. Now you see why these things uh, fail. God yeah. damn, my finger hurts, bro. <laughs> Are you dying? Really? I might have nerve damage here. You this t- is my bone finger. You take any? <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Are you taking medicine? I don't have any. I, I just have Advil, so I try, you know, whatever that does. But, uh, but dude, I, I, I'm yeah, all I for that. Say, I, I think there should be a whole slew of those types of movies. That would be absolutely. a good thing. Now you can do what – maybe now even after The Irishman tried to, you know, they they had the, uh, the younging of the characters. They tried to make them look younger through the CGI thing that Scorsese did. It didn't look great, but it didn't look terrible. But you got to figure that's only going to get better over time. They're going to advance the technology. So you could technically, theoretically bring back maybe younger Al Pacino, maybe younger James Caan. You still, I mean, the actors are still alive, you know? Uh, Just so that might be something you could think about doing, but I would, I love that idea. Uh, You brought up the Rockies and the Creed 2. That's another great Thanksgiving movies. The Rockies? The Rockies are 
Throw Rocky one through four, then Creed one and two, right back to back, six in a row. But I'll tell you, man, I don't. I think you could have almost like all right. So you could have that the Tom Hagen Logan. What it could be is it's 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 all pre him dealing with those guys. So he's not the concierge until later on anyway. So sure. yeah, he would have known them as kids. Like they would have, you know, uh, Vito brings him in as a kid. But he kind of could like you. They could they could have been like adjacent characters. In you know, because you would have like his childhood. Oh, you could have a whole world of, of Tom Hagen. Yeah, what you could have him his early law career, Tom H- Hagen. Yep. But him having that mob influence in there, and sure. that badass to have a movie. Absolutely, where Tom Tom Hagen's dealings outside of the Corleone family, but you'd have them in it, like Hagen. you know, radically, and you have younger players, just actors. If they're not main focus, you don't need Pacino and 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 you know whoever to play him. So. <laughs> So what you would have is him like almost like this. It, it could be like a like a courtroom drama, but with Tom Hagen, and it's like he's like quasi crooked, but he's like doing it for the right reasons. Maybe no, or because like, don't you want to see more things like when he goes and sees Waltz and he yeah, makes true. That, like you yeah, could do like yeah, how many more of those stuff. did he did? That was yes, one yeah. of the best parts of the movie, you know? Yeah, dude, that's what you need. That's you're out, uh, Tom. I, <laughs> I say that randomly to, to to things I'm just not dealing with anymore. <laughs> I, I send an email. I'll be like, you're out, Tom, <laughs> for no particular reference. <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be amazing. But you're right. The Rockies are definitely Rocky four that I just mentioned is like a Thanksgiving type movie. Definitely. Oh, they're all Thanksgivings. I can't wait to. Uh, it's a funny thing. I was thinking about Thanksgiving and stupid PC culture. I grew up on a street called in uh, Indian Head Road. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. I go, when is PC culture going to catch up with Indian Head Road? It's you know not I mean? going to. You, you don't think, think it will? The name of the road will be changed? I, I think, think it's too so. small potatoes. You, yeah. I, I, guess, I, I just, for me, I think there's like uh, some PC crybabies in the small towns who probably have nothing better to do than they uh, create drama where there is it's, none. That was at its peak, like because the big one was what? Cle- they want because it's still the Cleveland Indians, is it not? Well, the Washington Redskins is the first year they're just Redskins, Washington right, football exactly. team. So they haven't gone after the word Indian yet uh, for for yeah. changing. I, people have gone after Cleveland Indians. They have, yeah, but but yeah. not to not to the extent of the Washington. Redskins. They went, their their logo was Chief Wahoo, and he was literally the red faced fucking feathers in the air. Yes. you know the yeah, tribe. Right. Yeah. Well, it's also a thing where uh, I'm starting to realize that part of the reason they might not want to change it is because they're terrible with coming up with names because they oh. changed the Redskins to the Washington football team. Yeah, just <laughs> which, come on. Which is such a joke. But I, I, know, I know it's a placeholder, but it's still like, really? You couldn't come to any agreement on anything? That, I know. Like, you, know you, have, you have multiple guys working on this. You couldn't come to any, you know, any, any deals, you know? Yeah, totally. Even uh, the NHL's got a new team coming out whenever the season gets underway. Not this year, but the next year. In Seattle, they put a team, and there was a big to-do with what the name was going to be, and they came up with the Seattle Kraken. What do you think about that? The Seattle Kraken. Um, No, I don't like it. I don't care for it at all. I, first of all, don't like singular-worded team names you know like heat or lightning you need an s on the end of a team name so go let's go rangers you know let's go yankees yeah just go let's go kraken it doesn't sound right uh yeah yeah there's the mushy brought up the logo and it also looks like the mariners logo 
Yeah, a little bit of the Mariners. It's, you know, I understand the ocean it and stuff like, like that. What I used to doodle on my notebooks when I was in school because my name was Sean. So that was right, always exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you, know, you always had those fancy S's that you'd make when you're not paying uh-huh. attention. I know school. exactly what you mean. It looks uh, like it looks like a, it doesn't look like a team. It looks like look, look at it again. It looks like a brand of whiskey. It yeah, even exactly. Look, That's exactly yeah. what it feels like. Um, the yeah, uh, same, there was, I know another one does not look like it. The Seattle Sockeyes was another option that they didn't the go sockeyes, with. It's your type of fish because, you know, the whole fisher market. Sockeyes, you know. that sounds like a minor league team, but it, it sounds, sounds minor league. Better. It sounds better, but it does sound minor league. Yeah, yeah. It does sound better, but exactly, minor league. Uh, what, are they, what are their options they have, do you know? I don't remember off the top, but it's just, it just to your point that, yeah, we can't fucking name teams. Just awful, terrible. <laughs> I mean, anything in the recent years has been uh yeah oh that is a whiskey oh yeah that's probably why i thought it oh, it's a rum crack and rum black spice rum yeah that just for that reason alone don't do it <laughs> like well, the fact that they took that already i know it's i mean it's not that big of a, a brand but it's like just don't do that at that point like yeah. it's not yeah if you i think i could come up with if i sat down i think we'd come up with 10 names that blow cracking out of the water absolutely We'd crack that list. And I think they have to, they're going for a, a maritime thing because it's Seattle or whatever it is. But there's so exactly. many, there's so many, um, even, even Seattle, the Seattle longshoreman is like better than oh, the longshoreman's not bad. The, yeah. Cause they have the Seahawks was just shit name. And the Mariners is a great name. But Seahawks you did get used to in your, in your mind. Yeah. Like Seahawks, my I other think thing like, too, you need an alliterative name too. Seattle Seahawks is good. Mariners, not so much, but it's a cool name. Seattle Krakens just comes out of nowhere, but whatever. Alliteration Seattle squids. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's still better than Kraken. I think. Yeah. Uh, the squids. I don't the know. Squids. That's a, the squiddies. People just call them the squiddies. <laughs> Speaking uh, of hockey and PC culture, doing so well this year, like that would be the you know, that would happen. <laughs> uh, in PC culture, I'm I'm wondering if this. When I was growing up playing ice hockey, we had different age groups named. So you start out when you're young, like eight nine years old. They're called mites. Okay. You know? And then when you move, you advance. They're called squirts. And then peewees, and then bantams, and then midgets is the old one. It's like Mid- I'm oh, yeah. when they're coming from midgets too, dude. But I think the people involved in those things aren't—they're not the types that are going to yeah, change. They're not midgets. But, uh, midget actually, but it kind of makes no sense. It makes no sense, but it was just like, oh, we're just looking for synonyms of small things for ice <laughs> hockey divisions. But that's a Wait, real thing. Were you in it from the mites? Were you? Were you uh-huh. a mite? You played, you played hockey until what age? Until I was... Well, I mean, I've played my entire life, but f- yeah. uh, formally through college, not through uh, college, into college. Oh, wow. But I, I went... I, I played every level from might on up to college. That's pretty grim. Great. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Indians, I was at the uh, Mohegan <laughs> Casino Reservation this weekend. Holy shit. <laughs> what? Can we speaking of Native stuff? Americans. Stop it. Um, and take a beat on what a great segue that was. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you're like, PC called, they might get rid of my, rid of my block game. Speaking of those freaking Indians, I uh, was at one of their, I was at one of their, their reparation casinos. <laughs> like, Jesus, you're doubling down on this shit. <laughs> their Thursday, Friday, Saturday, at Mohegan Sun. Uh, Saturday is, you know, it's nice when they go, hey, man, you sold out tonight. And you go, hey, that's great. And then you go, 
yeah, it's not even 50% capacity anymore. It's like 30%. So either way, uh, I'll rank them. Thursday was my favorite, then Saturday, then Friday. Uh, and I'll tell you what, Saturday, I'm uh, about, you know, I'm just doing kind of some crowd work off the top, uh, just getting saying hi. And there's a couple in the front row sitting together, look very close. And I'm doing some, I'm dipping in and out of some dating stuff relationship material and i go uh you guys are obviously a couple how long have you guys been together and they kind of do that weird thing where like they clam up they go oh we don't want to talk I go, well right. now i'm intrigued <laughs> now i want to yeah. know i go i'm sorry are you guys on a date are you not a couple you know i'm following up with those kind of questions they right. go no it's not that i go or are you well, are your girlfriend a boyfriend or you're not married they go we're divorced like you're divorced. That happens. The weird thing is that happens all the time. It's crazy. Really? I've had that happen to me. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Not at all. But they're sitting there. This guy, I get to know his name, Jake. He's sitting there. They're having martinis. I go, how long were you guys married for? They go seven years. They were uh, divorced. And I go, so this is a you just guys are fucking in the pandemic, aren't you? They're having martinis. They're out on a date. They're holding hands. And Jake just kind of gave me he kind of shrugged his shoulders. He went. Yeah, I guess so. I go, yeah, yeah. It's it's proven tr- proven ground here. You know what I mean? You're not hooking up with new people in the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's probably the the mindset. It's your go to. And she kind of looked at me. She was like, "Yeah, well, I wanted to get laid." <laughs> I was like, yeah, you get, "I we I talked to these people half my set. It was 15 minutes. It was great. They were so fun, and I they would-, would not tell me where they met though. I was like, "Is it an app?" They were like, "Ah, we don't want to." I was like. Is it a weird one that I don't know about? And they were like, "It's we don't want to talk about it. I'm like, dude, you saying no to these questions only makes me prod even further. They met, they met on a, a Pizzagate uh, chat board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some, some weird dark web shit. Some well, furries. You know what I'm curious about now is that I wonder, I don't know if you asked them this, were they divorced pre-quarantine? Or Yes, they were. I did ask uh, them. They that. were. Okay, okay, yes. okay. But I will say this from my own experience. And th- what happens is when you take... There, there is like a moment where, you, and I think different people deal with it different ways. But the pressure of the marriage taken off does make people more clear-headed, and it makes you more relaxed yeah, with that person. I, like, I bet you, yeah, you're right. So I they might have had a situation where, hey, we got divorced, we knew we didn't want to be married, but we realized like that took all the pressure off, so we started talking again, and that's right, why. Right, right. They were jummy. That. They were. I, I, at one point, I just out of nowhere, I, I went back to him because it became a whole thing during the set. I went, yeah. Jake, let me see those hands above the table, buddy. That killed. Got a big laugh in the room. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like the, they were like the go to people for the set. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's always a great thing to come back on like, you, like because you get it's like a momentum thing. Yeah. Um, so were you, who'd you bring with you to the, uh, the old uh, Mohegan Sun? I brought my pal Greggy Stone, obviously, and a headliner in his own right. But we just went, hey, man, let's just uh, we'll split up the time. We'll just do it, you know, and have fun. Have a fun weekend. Yeah, and, right. uh, yeah we, we, it was, you know, obviously <laughs> we didn't really think about uh, <laughs> by the time we left, we left on Saturday night because there was only three shows now. You know, usually a normal comedy club weekend. You got one on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. They're down to one per day. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday one show and they got increasingly earlier. So Thursday was at eight Fridays at seven 30 Saturdays at seven. We're done at eight 45. I go, let's hit the road. We were home at Queens at ten forty-five. It was great. You know, that's fantastic. Yeah. That place <laughs> yeah we would go. Also close. Connecticut was completely in the red by the time we left COVID wise. So we we're like, Jesus Christ, what the hell did we just do? You guys just brought it there. 
without no, it. No, no. COVID had all Connecticut, all these major spikes. And as we were going into it, you know and the, I mean? the crazy part about it is that Connecticut was one of the best states for a while. Like they were, yeah, when we were yeah. in our worst, they didn't get it that bad over there. Right, right. God, I'm getting these, I'm getting these headaches and I, ugh, it's killing me, man. I'm getting what, from, uh, from your finger. No, I don't think it's from that. I guess just get to like these temple headaches. And here's the thing. I think it's from my glasses. And that leads me to my other big news. I went in yesterday for a consultation. Uh, get a last look at these glasses, baby, because the kid is getting LASIK. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Holy I'm excited. Shit. I'm excited. A cool breeze is going to be even cooler. It's going to oh, be cooler breeze. I get to wear sunglasses oh, again normally. Oh Oh my oh, god! I'm so excited for the little things that non-glasses wearers don't think of. Like yes. when I I can't have glasses, sunglasses, normally because I have to always have a pair of uh, glasses with me. I have to carry two sets of glasses, and sunglasses at my eyesight have to be prescription. It's a whole pain in the ass just to look cool and not have the sun be in my eyes. Just little <laughs> things like that. Just going to a concert, hopefully, and just not having to worry about. You know, scratching glasses or fogging up when I walk in a room. Oh, I'm so excited, dude. I can't wait to be done with them. So I went for a consultation yesterday. And Johnny, let me tell you this. this the LASIK doctor, one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> They're trying to get me to concentrate on the eye test. I can't stop staring at her tits. I swear to God, she was so hot. I got her name. I looked her up afterwards. I'm oh, just that. like Google imaging her. And... uh <laughs> I couldn't concentrate. She's like, will you please look here? I'm like, sorry. I love you. So she's the doctor who's doing the surgery. She's not the one doing my surgery. She was my consultant. She is a doctor, but uh, holy, I fell in love. I was like Will Ferrell and stepbrothers where he just thinks he's dating his uh, therapist. Hi, <laughs> 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 Dr. Angel face. <laughs> he's like, what? I love you. What? I yeah. love you. <laughs> That's pretty great. And then oh, uh, so great. Oh, do you have a date set for the, the big day or, you September know, September 17th is the big race. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I might need you to pick me up, buddy. I can't go back on the subway alone. Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> they yeah. might. They told me um, definitely they were like no transportation. You can't. It's going to be tough. I can't watch like TV or movies for, you know, 24 hours. I literally just have to kind of sit there and keep my eyes shut as much as possible for the six hours right after the surgery. Oh, shit. So can yeah. you? Can you? Well, what you can do is you can Uber it back or something like that. But I will say this: I Look, bet Shawnee's you, trying to get out of it already. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. No, <laughs> yeah, you can do it, or you could Uber back. No, more than willing to take it back. <laughs> no, um, no, I'd probably have call, my mom come. What you? Know, you? Uh, it will be better for watching movies too. I feel like everybody. That, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, I didn't even think of that. So many possibilities. Yeah, you'll go to the theater and you'll be like, "Oh, everything's crisper." I could sit wherever I want. Yeah, you can sit wherever you want. That's Driving. fantastic. Driving at night. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm so happy for you. I'm really excited. I got a decent part of it covered by insurance. Uh, it ain't cheap, but it's worth it. I've been, uh, you know, and I'm not the greatest with glasses. You know, I'm a drunk. I fall asleep with them on. I scratch them up. And what this these glasses are like four years old. Every time I go to clean them, one of the lens pops out. It's just a whole annoyance. So I'm super excited. So I figured this is going to be a little Christmas gift to myself. Absolutely. This is like your version of like those YouTube videos where those they put they get they give people those high end hearing aids and they get to hear for the first yes. time. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should maybe we should document it when I come out. 
<laughs> and then, it, but that's gonna be your version of it where you're like, oh, it's like it's not that you're hearing this first time. You're like, oh, I can just. It's a little bit more convenient. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little nervous to be honest. As she goes, we, you know, we give you a Valium when you walk in, and they numb up your eyes. You obviously don't feel anything. She goes, the whole thing only takes about 15 minutes. You're here for about an hour and a half, but we. Oh, so you don't feel the, the laser. You don't. You, you get eye numb. You get eye nummies, and then afterwards, you got to put all sorts of eye drops in. She goes, we send you home. You got to wear these like little, kind of. You're gonna get uh, those, uh, those not those, eye patches, but like they grandma. have. Holding, those grandma cataract. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm wearing I'm wearing uh, De Niro's glasses at the end of Casino. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I, I'm a little historian. <laughs> I'm 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 still just nervous. Something will go wrong, and I'll be blinded. It's just that thing in the back of your head where you're going, something could go wrong. And she even addressed that before I even had a chance to ask her. That's probably goes, everybody thought when they walk in. <laughs> she goes, "Don't don't be afraid when you're in there." She goes, "The lasers are so smart." She goes, "They know even if you're not looking in the right place, they won't turn on." I was like, "All right, I'm still. It's a laser in your eyeball." And she's <laughs> the other funny thing too is she goes, uh, there's apparently two types of eye corrective surgeries. There's LASIK and there's this thing called PRK or something. She goes, LASIK uh, sounds PRK sounds like, yeah, uh, it sounds like a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, my, my eyes were a victim of the PRK killer. <laughs> so he, she goes, uh, yeah, you have you have really thick corneas, and I went, all right, relax. I know I can lose a few, but. You know, yeah, you know, like you do. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. Like, just get back, really, really out of it. You no, no, I don't. You do. I'm just like, what are you talking about? I guess it, you you want thick corneas. She goes, that's the one that qualifies for LASIK. The PRK sounded like a whole another major complication. She, if you have a thin cornea, they got to lift a flap over and cut it there and lift it back down. I go, I don't like the sound of that one. But I have I have a thick fat cornea, so I'm I'm qualified for the LASIK. We're gonna. We're going to do it, baby. And hopefully, you'll be able to see the Dutch over there crystal clear. Very nice. That's going to be me walking out of the surgery. She with blue blockers. Like, and be yeah. like, you're wearing, I see you two weeks. I'm like, Andy, you don't have to still wear them. You just ha still have them on. <laughs> I kind of like the way they look. All I can say about you getting the the surgery, Andy, is uh, so you're getting an eye job like a Manhattan eye. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm getting. Like that hat night, eh? That's right. <laughs> that's pretty great. That's awesome. That's my big news. Thanks, man. I'm fantastic. Uh, once she told me, she goes, "We'll give you a Valium beforehand." I went, "Thank God," because that's the reason I can't wear contacts is because I'm such a baby about eye stuff. They probably I realize have, they have to do that to people because people come in probably all jittery, and you don't want some laser going by somebody's face when they're shaking because exactly. Well, I'd be she's the same way. I'd be the same way. They're hooking me up to the Clockwork Orange Ludovico test thing. They go, we get through the speculum. I go, good, because I won't be able to do it any other way. I won't. Yeah, dude, I would be nervous, too, because I was nervous for the freaking COVID test that I thought was going to go into the back of my brain. Which didn't. Oh, so, so LASIK surgery would fuck me up. I'd be so... You know, <sighs> I got to go wait for one of those. Well, about, yeah, you know, five I don't know how it is. It's, what is it? November? No, December what? December 17th, about three weeks. So she was like, we can do it tomorrow. I'm like, I don't know if I can do it tomorrow. I got a podcast to record with the gang. <laughs> you got to you gotta have some prep time for that to get used to it for you. For yeah, your I, I, well, I should have done it next week because 
three weeks is just a little too much time for me to be in my own head with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll think of 10 million ways to go wrong, but I figured I did it during that week because the next week is Christmas. I'll just be at my mom's house and I can just relax and shut my eyes. Yeah. How long is the recovery? The 24 hours. I have to go back in the very next day for like a 24 hour. And then they have a week and then a month follow up. So they stay on top of you. Well, if you need help from the Dutch, I'm that doctor being on top of me, if you know what I mean. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, if you need help from me to bring you, I'll bring you. That, that could be funny. <laughs> right? We might tape something for the old uh, Patreon. I, I, here. The next, next week's episode is me, or that, that week's episode is me like, I lost Andy on the way back. <laughs> he wandered off. <laughs> and this place is like, it's like right near Times Square, too. It could really be chaos. Oh my God! Yeah, it's not like it's not like right now. It's like 39th and Fifth, but like yeah, I go I insist, wandering down Fifth Avenue. I insist I'll go with you. Don't take make your mom come in for it. I'll go with you. Maybe for the at purse right after the surgery, but yeah, the next day my mom's gonna on the follow up because then we're just gonna go to Jersey. But oh uh, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're doing it that way, but you'll make your mom come into like it could to, be a funny one. It could be funny right after 1980s Manhattan to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to like come pick you up. Like, <laughs> mom's like, yeah, I just saw the Warriors on my way here. <laughs> Uh, well, that's awesome, and I think we should wrap it up there, buddy. Yeah, I know we got to go. I, I we I know we didn't get to what we watched this week, but we did. Uh, you know, some. I only we, didn't, we, have a good, we have a good one coming up. I want to do this list, this mental floss list of their top thirty comedies, and of course, they start off with one from like the thirties, where you're like, yeah, nobody's watching that. Like, yeah. Come on. Oh, of course. They have, uh, they have a bunch of good ones on the list, so I want I want your opinion on that next week. I want to see what you think. Right. We, we do it quick. I want to do it, uh, and. Any and Andy, any plugs you want to give? Uh, you know, anything coming up? No plugs. I got uh, nothing on this calendar. I'm sending emails out frantically, but everybody's scared. Everything's shutting down. Yeah, again. Everything's so, down. Yeah. Uh, I just want everybody to have a happy Thanksgiving or had a happy Thanksgiving, and hopefully everybody was safe and you at least got to be with your friends or family some capacity. So, uh, you just yeah, uh, you know, follow me at Andy Fiore and uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And follow the DYM podcast on Instagram. Yeah. We got uh, Shawnee and uh, is posting hilarious things every day. And uh, that's about it. Yeah, the Raw Report on... Uh, oh, we, I, we talked about... We had Chris Columbus on. I think I mentioned it last week. Oh, can we save it for next week? We'll save it for next week. Yes. I want to find out so, how that went. Right. I wanted to hear about that shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Listen to the Raw Report at 4 p.m. on SiriusXM. 99 and you also have a show on that very same channel i sure do it's every wednesday at four it's called celebrate i do it with kevin mccaffrey it's super fun uh this this week we just had casey james salengo and then we have Ooh, love casey next week this coming up this coming week we had ashley hesselstein from the uh from the girls got to eat podcast oh, she's a tall drink of water all my insecurities about dating it's very exciting <laughs> But also, guys, we say we're saying this every week now. Don't assume people are going to review the podcast online. We need you to review, right. review, review, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, rate the podcast. It's only going to help us. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what's coming up. Um, you got more coming down your way. More is coming down the pike. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. And uh, we'll talk more about Andy's eyes, the oculars. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>